everybody. Thanks for coming in this week. Uh, we were able to have Litecoin Lisa on the show. As you know, I'm trying to do a kind of a series on, I guess, uh, popular Litecoiners or people who have been around for a while. And, you know, Lisa's somebody that's been, that I personally remember is probably one of the first people I, I saw on Twitter or YouTube putting out content related to Litecoin. Uh, she's been at it for a while. She's got a YouTube channel where she's putting on, I think she streams like every other day runs the gamut on the things she talks about so you know me i have an opinion on everything and so i think she's also the same she's got an opinion on everything so it's always interesting to hear what what she comes up with so uh yeah we talked about a whole lot of different things there was an event she had unfortunately it's passed already last weekend but there are donations that can be made um, if you want to follow her on twitter or youtube we can still uh, see some of those things that was to support another light coiner that's been having some uh, health issues and um you know, we were able to buy an NFT while I was on the show and everything, so hopefully it, it comes across. I always worry with these live streams translating properly to uh, audio. But anyway, uh, appreciate the support. Please follow, subscribe, all that fun stuff, and uh, hopefully we'll have a lot more stuff coming, and thanks for your support. Hey guys, this week's episode is brought to you by the official wallet of the Litecoin Underground. Cake Wallet is a non-custodial free wallet for Litecoin, Bitcoin, and Monero. The other part about this that's really cool is you can buy Litecoin inside the wallet. You can convert or exchange between Litecoin, Bitcoin, Monero, and some other cryptocurrencies without signing up for an account, without any limits. Go to CakeWallet.com or the App Store and get it today. You know they've been on the show they support the show. They love Litecoin. Support them. Well, something we were talking about in the spaces with Master, you know, I, I don't usually try to get too much into the price pumping part, but um, it is interesting when you start thinking about how many assets grow in adoption and shrink in price. Like, it doesn't seem like that makes a lot of sense, right? It's counterintuitive, but... Well, anyway. I think right now people are looking for a safe place to run to with the bank failures and all that. So if they yep. do have any wealth or assets, um, they're looking for those safe havens. And, you know, um, the government took a bunch of that Silk Road Bitcoin and put it on the market right before this, the SVB bank thing. Yep. And um, I think they knew it was happening or going to happen. And they knew people would run to things like Bitcoin and Litecoin um, that have, you know, that can be considered a hard asset. You can have it in your own possession. Um, it has security. Um, it's out of the system, all of that. And so that way they could keep the Bitcoin price down because if the banks are failing and we had a run like we did in 2017, it'd be all over. They'd lose control. Right. You know? Yeah. Emotions get high and people start yeah. panicking in both directions. Right. Yes. Absolutely. That's what we've talked when we talk about what well, I do want to, before we get into all this, cause I, yeah. I actually want to, I do think I find that part interesting, the hyperinflation thing, but I, you know, I reached out to you because I've been, I was telling people I'm kind of been back and forth on this, what I'm going to do with this channel. Right. How, how broadly do I want to expand it? And I think, you know, I'm, I'm a Litecoin, I'm a Litecoin first, I'm a Litecoin boy or whatever that one guy said. <laughs> Litecoin maxi. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not a maxi, but I'm a Litecoin. I don't know if there's such a thing. Uh, I'm starting to think maybe there are. There are a couple guys that come in, I go, I, they're surprisingly like, 
I mean, like, I, I essentially am a Litecoin Maxwell's in the way I act. Like, that's primarily what I hold. That's primarily what I use. I don't see a lot of use case for the other assets, but I'm open to listening to people. And I think it's okay if people want to, uh, if you want to go experiment with other things, that's up to you. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, but I thought, you know, I want to get maybe a refresher of all the Litecoiners. You know, these, you know, we're, there's a lot of people creating content and, there's if somebody came into litecoin today because like you said they're interested they're just trying to learn about it or they saw it on paypal they might not they don't know necessarily who's john kim and who's lisa and who's clint westwood and so like let's go through well carlos so, so i'm gonna try to get johnny litecoin right yeah and i haven't done anything with you guys before i thought let's, maybe it's a refresher just like a quick introduction to some of these litecoiners are we going to go through like the whole cast of characters hopefully like i would oh, like to okay. wouldn't it be nice wow. to have like a series of like meet a litecoiner type of thing i don't know yeah yeah no I mean, there's, eventually, you there's know. a bunch of them there's know, a bunch of wonderful people that i've met because of cryptocurrency um so i'm really grateful the the litecoin community specifically um is really different um and I, that was um I don't want to get ahead of myself, but that was a very eye-opening thing when I went to, I was asked to speak at a, a Bitcoin event um, right. about a year ago and um, actually had my life threatened um, by a maxi and because um, I'm Litecoin and what am I right. doing speaking at a Bitcoin event, you know, and <laughs> I had no idea, like I just, it, because I had come in through the Litecoin fam and been introduced to crypto that, that way. And so I had this big welcome and everybody trying to help each other and be supportive and encouraging of each other. And then you get out in the rest of the crypto world and it's not yeah. like that for sure. I, I'm hopeful that that will change. You know, I think that was one of the things when I went on vacation, I was thinking about a lot was, how do you break this tribalism? Like, is it inherent mm. to people? And the only way to do it is really to have conversations, right? Like, it's like anything else. It's like people who have, you know, who hate another group of people. They generally don't have any exposure to that group right. of people, yeah, right? Never spoken once you to meet them. Them, oh, well, these are just people, right? Like, yeah. it's just kind of a, a funny thing. So you're, I know you're from Oklahoma now. Are you born and raised there or where are you from? Really? No, I'm kind of bounced all over. Um, I was born in like Havasu City, Arizona. Really? Um, my, my, actually, my in a, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a little tiny town back then, um, way before MTV <laughs> ever started yeah, going. So you were born there. Okay. Because yeah, they moved yeah. there in like the 90s, I think. Actually, I was born in Kingman because there, the town was so small, there wasn't even a hospital. Oh, So geez, my parents right. had to drive to another town. Um, oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so. Kingman, Arizona, but Lake Havasu City, Arizona. Um, and okay. then um, we lived there for a while, you know, until I was like eight. And then we moved to Houston, um, Texas. And that's the majority of my raising was in. I was say, you uh, have a little accent. I was like, that doesn't a little sound like accent. Arizona accent. <laughs> no. <laughs> that doesn't sound um, Arizona. <laughs> no. Uh, so um, I was raised in Kingwood, Texas, outside of Houston. And um, then. Uh, probably my, I don't know if it was my sophomore or my junior year of high school. Um, my mom had remarried and we moved to Oklahoma where my stepdad had a big ranch. Um, 
it didn't have a house on it. So we lived close by to it, but anyway, and, um, that was a whole nother experience. And then, so I, that, I became an Okie <laughs> and right. then went to college from there. That's well, still gotcha. water. Go Pokes. Go. Was that Oklahoma State? Yes, What's Oklahoma the, State. Okay. Yeah, Cowboys. Okay. Why? Okay, Cowboys. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. They've had some good years. Barry Sanders. That was like the man, right? Oklahoma State. I met him. Oh. Yeah. He um, he came in and I was working at a restaurant. Um, and him and John um, Smith, the wrestler, he's an Olympic wrestler. Okay. He and Barry came in for dinner or something, and um, I didn't know who they were, and they wanted to cut in line, and I was like, no, get back <laughs> in the line like everyone else. No. Yeah, he was, so. I mean, I, I live near, kind of near Detroit in Ohio, and, you know, he was, when he quit, it was just devastated the entire city of Detroit. Mm. Like, the greatest player of all time just decides he doesn't want to play anymore because <laughs> your team stunk. But, uh, so, like, are you... You're, I know you have some kids, but are you like a full-time podcaster? I feel like you're on the air all the time. I I have a show weekdays um, at five from five to six p.m. Eastern. Um, so yeah, I do a show, and then I I'm also on another show with some really great people, um, World Blockchain Roundtable on Thursday mornings. Um, okay. So I popped really into that. Know. Yeah, um, and those guys are really brilliant. There are a lot of coders and developers and um good What's stuff it world blockchain roundtable mm-hmm. it's through dragon chain on the dragon chain channel oh yeah you know that guy reached out to me or somebody wanted me i think it was kyle 84 mm. million he was like you should talk to the dragon chain people oh yeah yeah and uh i went back and forth with them but I guess at some point in time, we just stopped communicating. I maybe should try. I don't know much about it, but. Uh, Are I know you looking that. for, so they have something called one of the products that they built is uh, den social where it's like a t- turnkey DAO, but it feels okay. like you're on Facebook or something. People don't, you don't have to know how to like use crypto and do all the signing and all that kind of voting and stuff. Like you, it just feels like you're on Facebook. You have a layer um, because dragon chain dragons layers, you know, get it. Oh, and I, I was, um, you were saying L A Y E R. I know my accent, I can't say layer, or, oh, they sound the same layer and layer, right? Yeah, layer and layer, but yeah, I try. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so okay. yeah, Wait, I get because I, I, that was something I want to do with the live streams more is d- demonstrate things like I'm, I'm interested to learn about them, I don't mm-hmm. necessarily view them as endorsements, but. Um, one of the things that I think is going to have to happen is DeFi of some sort, right? You're going to have to have to ways to, to meet and trade and exchange outside of any approved channels. Cause we're seeing that we're not exactly getting the approval right. that uh, we would hope, which isn't a surprise. I don't think to anybody who's been in crypto for any extended period of time, it's like, they're not going to get, they're not going to make this easy. Um, well, thankfully, Reggie Middleton has the patents for that um, through Veritasium. So that's taken care of. It just has to be built the right way and not be attacked by the United States government. Right. <laughs> um, you know, and that's part of the problem right now. I, I've been doing some seeing some news and watching, doing some research for the channel and 
talking about um, the law that Buchle just passed with uh, about all the um, innovation tech support uh, or innovation mm-hmm. for technology in El Salvador. Like okay. no property taxes, no capital gains, no income tax for 15 years. They are having, um, they have like the volcano bonds and um, they have uh, like grants for small businesses starting there. I mean, just really amazing stuff, bringing innovation to El Salvador. And they've cleaned up a lot of the, there's like the homicides down to very minimal now because they locked up all of the MS is it MS-13? MS-13, yeah. 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 Um, and got rid of their, like, they even got rid of their tombstones of their, like, older um, members, members so yeah, they wouldn't have any kind that. of a martyr thing or anything. Yeah. So they're really changing El Salvador and making it um, a place for innovation and technology. And that's when, when those kind of things are going on and the reverse is happening in America, that anybody that's a... Um, a market disruptor from, you know, the big six comes in and they're literally, there's a video um, of Gary Gensler when he was a teacher at MIT telling the students. Now, if you come up with something and you want to make it, you can either give away 30 to 50% of your company or create a token or something to give away to these markets basically like you're not going to make it unless you pay the big guys off and that's not the the american dream was that a was that a slip did you slip the big guy in there yeah maybe (laughs) he always gets his cut doesn't he um i heard um yeah i i just um it's when they're stifling innovation and you know basically like swatting great ideas the we're going to have a, you know, intelligence, a brain suck out of this country. And um, yeah. that's, that's got to change. So we yeah, I would completely, to change. I would it. completely agree. You know, it's like, it's, it was funny. I was telling earlier about the, we went on vacation, we went to a bunch of historical sites and we were in Williamsburg and uh, you know, it was like 1700s. And if you read a little bit and understand history of even pre, you know, pre America, there's always these schemes to maintain control, right. And to like, uh, gatekeep the the wealth that exists or the status quo so the people who right. have won at the game are going to try to put tools in to prevent other people from getting to be part of the team right <laughs> part of the winner credited investor yeah exactly you know, so, yeah yeah it's like you have to you can't yeah you're not allowed to go buy stock by yourself like that's ridiculous right. you can't be trusted for that type of stuff so there's always some sort of intermediary and i think that uh, it's just interesting that's gone on. It's th- taken different um, forms, but it always exists. Actually, John John Easy in the comments just said, Prime Trust Bank dropped Connecticut support, so the state of Connecticut can't use tools that are backed by Prime Trust. Interesting. Wow. It, yeah, the innovation thing, I think, is interesting. So, But more than anything, you're here uh, to talk about, you have a fundraiser, right? I do. Um, when I first started my channel, um, and when I, at one of the, I think it was the first, no, it's not the very first like Quinn summit. It was the second one. Um, but it was the first one I attended. I met crypto mommy, um, Michelle Mafra, and, um, she just is a bright, wonderful lady. She's from Brazil. She lives in America now. Um, she has a little girl 
and uh, we got to be friends and she started coming on my show and we would do a Monday and kind of talk about all the crypto news. Cause were you guys like crypto. crypto moms or something like that? No, yeah. I was like mom at Monday. Yeah. And we <laughs> about, uh, Cause she was crypto mommy, which is in birth in Portuguese. That's how they say mom, mommy. Um, yeah. And so we do our little mom show and uh, talk about crypto and our kids and whatever. And um in the news and then she would translate it and do it in uh portuguese and spanish and then she started um working for a magazine in uh spanish and translating the crypto news so she'd take our the news that we did and translate it and then i don't know it took off it was really great and um but more recently she was diagnosed with cancer and so she just had um, a brain tumor removed and she's currently having uh, treatment on her lungs and um, so she's uh, applied for disability, um, but she's in that period of time in between. And um, so every year we do a Team Mighty event, which is um, how we honor my daughter that passed away when she was seven. We honor her birthday every year and think of her life. And we try to just bless somebody that in the community or find a a charity or nonprofit that we can give the money to. And so this year um, we're going to make sure all those funds go to crypto mom. A. So we're going to have an event um, in Oklahoma city on the 21st and 22nd, which is next Friday and Saturday. And um, a lot of the crypto crew will be here. Um, I've got Bix Weir coming in with his wife, Amy and um, their daughter Paige, who her and her boyfriend just started a channel called the Pebbleton post. Um, okay. and Bix Weir's like the godfather of our family from crypto. Like my parents were gold and silver bugs and they were following Bix, um, with that stuff. And then Bix started getting into cryptos and that's how my parents got into cryptos. And then when I got married in 2017, my mom gave us Litecoin and that's right. how I became Litecoin Lisa. Um, well, so yeah, was, yeah, you need your mom to be Litecoin granny or something, you know. I know she's she, out there, right? She she's a, crypto nana for for crypto LTC. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, crypto nana for LTC is my mom she, on Twitter. Yeah, I mean, I said that about you before. You're like you're the only person whose parents introduced them to crypto. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I have That's a little so unusual story, yeah, with that for sure. She's yeah. she's always been more of a risk taker, um, and sometimes that works out, and sometimes it doesn't. But it sure did. Um, you know, for us in the, in the crypto world, you know, it's been a great experience and it has been a huge education and eye opener, not just to our broken financial system, but what's been happening in the rest of the world and behind the scenes, you know, if I didn't know, if I didn't know now, you know, the truth about our history and um, what's going on in our country, I would be so scared and concerned and confused about what's going on right now. But um I think everybody goes through that with cryptos. Like you get it and then you start to learn about it. And then you start to learn about like, what, you know, why is it this alternative? Why? How the current system work? Like you just start doing some homework just to compare them. And, and yeah, it's like, it partially gives you hope, but it also opens your eyes to like the scary stuff. So yeah. you're either, either blissfully ignorant <laughs> like today, or like you said, very scared about, I well, if you didn't know there were these other options, you would be very like, what are, what escape is there once they go yeah. to a digital power? What's the escape? And I think, thank God the timing of them couldn't have been better. Right. The fact that they 
before we got into digital money from the government and forced mm-hmm. onto you, there's this escape route. And I think even there's more so, life quote, down, yeah. right? The, I think we're seeing that how much control and uh, influence, I guess, <clears throat> governments can have over technology. Right. They're threatening a lot. Window. Yeah. We had this window that was probably, you know, 1990 to maybe maybe even today, but we're getting to the point where we're starting to lose control of these uh, systems that we had a 30, 40 year window to get something like this created. And thank God, you know, Bitcoin was created, right? Or else we wouldn't be having these conversations. (laughs) Yeah. We would not have freedom of speech for sure. Mighty.org. Is that your site? Teammighty.org is the nonprofit. Yeah. And um, that's uh, for Mighty Mia. And, um, Speaking of all the history stuff, Bitcoin Ben's going to be there. We're going to be, um, he's our champion this year for, um, that's me and my daughter, Mia. And there's Bix from last year. And that's my dad was the uh, warrior for last year. He passed in January. And that's Bix on the top singing. Okay. Bix Weir. You don't know who Bix Weir is, Road to Rio? I don't. You know, I know you guys talk about him. You and Clint. Like, I was thinking there needs to be a, you guys are like your own faction of Litecoin fam, you know, you and Clinton. Uh-huh. Yes, my buddy Clint Westwood and... is in the chat right now, and he's my bestie. Um, we met yeah. on the road, um, Clint Westwood. Yeah. And I he came to as a charity event that Bitcoin Ben was helping me with. Uh it was just a year after Mia had passed away. And um we had that was when I I think the the one with the red dresses when I was leukemia and lymphoma society woman of the year for oh. uh, raising money for them. But um, anyway, so, but this year I don't have it on. I need to, I should have updated this before I came on here. Anyway, well, but, you, you um, ask, I can find it on Twitter. You were looking for go to likewinlisa.net and it's the events on there in events or what's new. I've got a, blog post about it and i've got it on the um so i can't figure out are you litecoin lisa or lisa mighty davis or are you litecoin lisa mighty davis so i couldn't get litecoin lisa <laughs> on twitter and we always called mia mighty mia and yeah. then i came up with team mighty and then so i could do lisa mighty davis and so i just am lisa mighty davis on everything and i'm litecoin lisa and lisa mighty davis and Mostly, I'm just Lisa. <laughs> okay. So these are the. But, okay. So this is the events. But this is your classes. You're maybe not doing this quite yet. No, right? go up to the top and you'll see events okay. and um, what's new or. Oh. Right. There we up. go. That's it. And then are you doing some more bit. this summer or no? Yeah, we will. Um, we have uh, something coming in June that we'll be back on oh, the road in. Um, Illinois and uh, and we're doing a happy hour on Friday, um, a happy hour roadshow live on Friday, the 21st. Um, okay. And like I said, Bix and Bitcoin Ben will be there. My mom will be there. Johnny Litecoin's coming in. Um, oh, that's great. And so it'll be me and Westwood and then all the gangs coming in. And um, we're excited to do that. And then the next day is the fundraiser for Mame and we'll have an online auction. And uh, so if you're in Oklahoma city or near Oklahoma city, come and join us. Um, And if you 
just want to watch online, you can purchase this ticket and I can send you a link to um, where you can uh, view the live stream of the event and you'll be able to access the auction as well. So those are kind of All our right. options for that. And so for, this is the tickets, right? And then uh, yeah. what what's the NFT or something you can buy? So Mame is an artist. Um, several of my pieces like this, these two, the Bitcoin yeah, let me, pieces. Okay. Mame did uh, <laughs> these pieces. Um, she's an artist and she does a lot of stuff. She also created a piece for Team Mighty. Um, and then she's done. She's also creating individual. Her. Yeah. Individual. Um, like unique NFTs for all the tickets. So if you purchase a ticket, then I'll have your email and, or you can in the link in the description of my videos lately, you can go right to the OmniLite. Um, she has the address or whatever where you click on it and it goes to, and you can see the NFTs and well, then you buy it. Did you post about it on Twitter recently? Yeah. Because right, I want to, I want to find this. Because I said that I want these live streams to be a bit of demonstration, right? Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, a little bit of time. I want to go figure where this thing is. We're figure out where this thing is. But I want to tell you about. I don't ever know what to call her. Mame. Mame. Like ending of ending of edamame. Mame. Mame yeah. crypto. So I, <laughs> you talk about your first Litecoin summit. My first Litecoin summit was last October. I didn't go to eighteen, and then we didn't have one, right? There was no nineteen oh. or twenty. Or 21. Yeah. So um, I went and I brought my my hats, you know, my. Uh, yes, whatever. I my need a hat. So, you know, in case people are new, you want to see my, I think they're pretty cool hats. I should probably. I like them. Westwood wore, wore one at um, on our happy hour the other day. Yeah, Johnny Litecoin loves them. I mean, he seems to wear yeah, it even. He wears them. Yeah. They're comfortable. I, you know. I kind of feel corny wearing them sometimes, but it's my most comfortable. Do habit. it. I Do went it. to the summit. I didn't know what to expect. I had no idea if it was going to be thousands of people, hundreds of people. Tens. I didn't know what tables were going to be set up. And I was like, you know, let's get, I have a buddy who lives out there. So I was like, I'll just get these hats made. And it might be just kind of fun. How many people will show up from spaces and, and uh, it'd be, you know, something nice to have while I was there. Yeah. And so um, I had a maid show up and I didn't know what to do. I had like a bag with a bunch of hats in it. And uh, I walked in and I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do with these things. I can't just like walk around handing them out or, you know, because I was trying to sell them. I, you know, but they're not free. They're not cheap to make. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, she, I went to, I went to Mame Crypto and I was like, she was running the Litecoin Foundation shop. And I was like, hey, could you, like just store these back here, right? Because maybe I can talk about them. And if somebody wanted one, I'll go grab it and retrieve it. I just need a safe place to store them. And she's like, you know what? She's like, I'll sell them for you. I don't care. Just put them on the table, whatever. How much are you charging? And she, you know, kept the kept the docket of how many she sold, where she got cash, where she got Litecoin. That's and awesome. just totally out of, I didn't even expect her to do that. And she just like instinctively. That's the kind of person she want. is though. Yeah. yeah, she was so sweet. Like, and just mm -hmm. like, proactively trying to make sure that she was helping me out and that I would, I felt comfortable with whatever I trusted her with the money and that type of stuff. And so I, yeah. I thought 
I just was really impressed by that. I think that you mentioned the Litecoin community. You know, I think I think I didn't buy into the light into Litecoin originally because of the community. It's just been this nice perk. And the more I've gotten involved in it, it's just been interesting to see how much people want to help each other out. And, uh, you know, I think that's that's part of what makes these communities unique. And uh, I'm hopeful we kind of continue to stay this way. That's been my yeah. one of my goals is to kind of have an ethos. Well, I think the Litecoin a- crew gets that in crypto, it's different than any other like ecosystem um in crypto like in any other ecosystem like i was in nonprofit work for a long time you're all still fighting for the same dollar so you might be all doing good work but when it comes down to it you're all fighting for the same donation dollars in crypto it's the opposite it's the more you the more people that come in the more we all rise together so you want to, to share your knowledge. You want more people to know about Litecoin. You want, I mean, we give away Litecoin at the, at our happy hour road shows. Um, we, Westwood gets everybody, you know, download a wallet. He has them write down their seed phrase. Um, and he'll send them some Litecoin right there, you know, and, um, that kind of stuff, having people actually use it, transact with it. We, um, we have a thing you can, um, go to litecoinlisa.net and, uh, book a class with us. I mean, we're doing, we're trying to really like have the engagement, but I think that I do think that the Litecoin fam specifically gets that we're more together and right. the more people that we embrace and bring into this and educate and share, then that's only going to make us all do better in the future together. So yeah, it's, been, it's just, I mean, that I think we'll all continue to be baffled by why that isn't how most communities have, chosen yeah. to go about things but i think maybe in the short term there's you know maybe there's a reason for that i think that i will say like the the i don't know the word i want to use the the tribalism that's really passionate and uh, almost like prosecute prosecutorial towards other communities seem to be the ones that might be doing the best financially in the short term but i think they're sacrificing the long-term community building for those short-term gains. And ultimately, like I showed with those metrics, right? Litecoin mm-hmm. continues to grow despite whatever's happening with this price. People are using the tool. And right. what better... It's also so un-Satoshi. You know, I, I mean, Satoshi yeah, right. is the ultimate freedom and you would never put your thoughts or limits on another person's um, or tell them what to do with their wealth or finances or whatever like right i don't know just or bizarre. time or energy or whatever right like yeah. and that that's yeah it's so like uh contradictory to the what we would call the ethos of crypto but yeah. you know that's our opinion of it. oh here you got you get sent the link good hang on yeah See so there's a if you can jump on that omni light the light verse sorry not not omni light that's yeah, a I'm gaming thing here, yeah. but on light verse um oh yeah so she's got some nfts there so you can purchase the nft and then um just come to the event and you show us the nft or show us the address and she said she would have a list of addresses that purchased any nfts and that way the money goes straight to her um which i think is also a wonderful use case (laughs) i I have an account hang on a second 
Maybe I'll, uh, I, I would be willing. I don't know if anybody wants to go and can't go. You got anybody local that wants to go and would want a ticket? I can't um, go. We can. We I'd can, have to buy um, the NFT. So buy the NFT and I'll send you a link and then you can be in the, you can have a streaming. Uh, you can watch it. I'll stream it. And you can watch well, I could, it. Yeah, I'm wondering if stream. somebody wanted to go as a ticket. It might be. So this is the demonstration stuff. It might be cool to buy an NFT and then let somebody use it and send it to somebody who wants to go. Like, let's make ask somebody on your work. channel. Yeah. I know there's not. There, we got six people. Go. Would anybody want to go that can't? I mean, I know. I think that has hard a, part um, is like distance, right? You know, get to Oklahoma City and um, I've never bought oh. an NFT before, so part of me wants to buy one just out of curiosity. Here, well, I'll tell you what, we'll also um, invite them to be our guest for the happy hour um, for free if they, they, if they, if they come with your NFT. Yeah. Are you, are you finding like that's, that's one of the reasons I want to start doing some audio interviews as well as I was, I get a lot of people, they don't want to get on camera, you know, or they're like, I don't really have the equipment or the setup for it, oh, which is understandable. Yeah. And, um, I think I'm going to try to do some more just podcast interviews, but mm. not everybody wants to be on camera in this space, you know, which is understandable. All right. I'm going to try. Well, to yeah. I think that goes with the whole cypherpunk thing and the privacy, um, yeah, depending sure. on who you talk to. Um, but I'm already out there. So. All right. Lightverse. I'm going to critique you. Uh, you don't okay. have a QR code here. Come on. What is the deal? It's not very user-friendly at this point. <laughs> I was going to send a Litecoin in, but I'd have to type it all in. Ah, yeah, I, I hate that. I'd have to visit it. Ah, dang it. Hang on. There's got to be a way to do this. You know what they should have? I don't know why they don't have this. Um, do they have a way to automatically generate a QR code? to? So, like, let's say on my phone right now, I wanted to go to this website. Is there a way to get a QR code that makes that happen? I mean, know? I know there are apps that do that, but it's not Litecoin specific. I'm saying it'd be cool if there was a QR. Come on, make this thing be a thing. Ah, forget it. Well, that's what, I, that's what I'll do. I'll put it out there. If anybody okay. wants to go, I'll probably don't. I'm, I'm going to, I was going to donate anyway and buy the stupid thing, but now I got to type in an address. So copy and paste, copy and paste. Get your get your act together. You got to have a QR code. Yeah. Otherwise, I got to use. We do need better wallets. Like we need. I know in uh, Cliff High is um, you know the guru of of everything to me, and um, in his data he talks about the granny wallet, and that until we get the granny wallet, um, that's really going to help you know crypto move forward. Because it is, it's people give up people after like three seconds or so, I think they stop paying attention. If they can't click the thing and make it work right away, then people are like, meh, forget it. You know, I'm going to send, I'm going to send something to myself here. My okay. Other, no, don't everybody look at my mega chunky buns. Your mega chunky buns, which is what <laughs> I will always call you that. <laughs> I think Come it's on. so okay. cute. So now I'm going to have the code light verse. Seriously. I'm mad at you guys now. I got to copy it. Let's let's use, I love using Litecoin in real time. You know, it's like yeah. the greatest thing. So here we go. Got the QR, or got the code. Copy. 
going into my cake wallet. I could use light wallet. I have noticed that cake wallet doesn't. I like cake wallet, but they don't. Um, the addresses don't always work. Or like sending out of cake wallet, sometimes I have issues. One of the two, going into or out mm. of it. It's something with the address format. Oh, they may have be on the old format. Is that it? Uh, or maybe they're like at a new one and sometimes it doesn't. Then you have to translate to somebody. Yeah. So like yeah. If, if you have a yeah, LTC one address, mm -hmm. if a wallet is not updated, it won't recognize that as a valid address. Right. All right. Let's see. There can't be many fees. So I'm sending 1.01. 1 .01. Let's see this. All right. Hitting send. Let's see when this thing pops up and engage. Successfully sent. Now, I already did it. Let's see what happens. How long do you think this will take? Oh, less <laughs> than two minutes, right? <laughs> well, I, I had one the other day. It took like 10 minutes because, you know, sometimes blocks get long for whatever reason. Oh, okay. But anyway, so we'll set this up. We'll get this No, done. it's been pretty quick. Um, at least my son, bless his heart, he um, is 12. And so, you know, the kids get Litecoin for Christmas. That's kind of what we do. And, but he has been spending his Litecoin on these stupid games and stuff. And so the other day, my husband like counted it all up for him. He's like, okay, over the last couple years, you've sent us like almost $2,000 in Litecoin on games. Yeah. I was like, that's insane. Okay. So I got, uh, I got my, it already showed up. How about that? That was pretty Oh, quick. good. There we go. So let's get back. I never bought. So what, all right. So just buy it. I'm done. This is, so is the wallet here. Maybe this is easier than I thought. I was kind of. Uh, the problem is, I think that there's not like a. Oh, yes. You'll buy. Did you buy it? Done. Awesome. Thank you. They sent you. me an email. Congratulations. You bought an NFT. But all where right, is see, it? Here I was like making a big deal out of it. It's done. So, all right, let me look at my NFTs. Let's go. So I can then send this to somebody if they want That's to go. That's awesome. Yes. And if you do that, let me know who it is. And we'll also include um, them coming and joining us at the happy hour. Um, it's at the same place Friday and Saturday, um, my friend's restaurant. Um, we've got the whole place rent it out and I'm buying all the food for everybody. I bought tons of food. I ordered tons of food. Um, there's a bar that's on you if you show up. Uh, but, um, but the food's on me and all the fun and friends and all of that. So we'll have Friday right, night sure. and Saturday. Say maybe day. somebody's going and their spouse wants to join them or yeah, that would be a great. friend or something. I don't know. Bring a friend and they'll, you'll get, you can get a ticket. Just let me know. And if there's a lot of you, I'll, I don't know. We'll have to come up with some. We'll figure something out. If there's a lot of you, let me know. Cause I'd love to have you. Um, because I think the more people that are there that can, um, bid on something, do an auction, you know, on the auction and, um, make a donation for mommy. That's what we want to do. We want to get some support for her during this time. Let her know the community cares about her and that we're thinking of her and, with her so yeah but yeah i appreciate that you're doing that i think one of the things that i've been pondering lately is that in this digital world 
And I think we consume so much information that it can feel really overwhelming to ever really uh, make any effective change in the world, right? Mm. We, the problems seem too big to solve. And the reality is doing events locally and actually deciding, hey, here's a goal. I just want to achieve this one goal that it can feel like very encouraging. Like, okay, I did that. Now what's next? Like I, I've been right. thinking about, um, this is just a random idea. I'm not nowhere near this, but like if we focused on like cleaning up, cleaning up your community type of stuff where mm -hmm. you go, this, maybe this person can't take care of their yard or they've got a broken fence or something like that. Certainly as a community or a group of people, you could rally together to put together the small amount of money and the labor that is required to do that, that is no skin off your back. And mm -hmm. particularly with work, uh, money you know money is so screwed up that if you wanted to donate a hundred dollars to a cause you got to earn 200 first and then right. what actually ends up going to the cause is generally you know 25 percent, something like that maybe not even my wife was in nonprofits as well and mm -hmm. there's a lot that goes into that so instead of just here's a check um, actually holding events and doing things in the physical space i think is very effective and yeah. Well, even the NFT thing, the mom A created those herself and that's her address that it's going to. So those are that money's going or funds are going directly to her. So that's another way that you can, you know, if you want to donate, you buy an NFT and you're exchanging energy. You know, she yeah. created something beautiful and you are valuing that exchanging energy with her and that is going to help her be able to pay her bills while she's in treatment, you know? So yeah, maybe I'll use my NFT to, to get a, to get her, I should interview her, you know? Yeah. Sure that'd be great. I, like I said, I don't know a lot about her outside of just her meeting her that one time. And she was incredibly nice. She's a uh, wonderful person. Yeah. Sure. So I see you meant, I want to go back to granny note, a granny wallet, you know? Oh, a granny uh, wallet. Yeah. <laughs> I, is it like the cricket phone, you know, like the ones that have big, big buttons on it and everything? I don't know. I just know that he's talked about it's in his data. So he has this predictive linguistics program that he created where we leak out psychic information as humans without okay. realizing it. And so he goes, he has his little bots that go out and scrape the web. And can, with that, he was able to predict, predict like um, earthquakes and all this different it? stuff. Cliff High. Oh, I you don't know who Cliff High is. I know. These are people I'm telling you. You're in a different part of the internet. Okay. What do you um, think? I know everything you know. That wouldn't be a very yes. interesting conversation. <laughs> <laughs> you have to know who Cliff High is. He's a brilliant, um, brilliant man. Um, he helps humanity like you would not believe. All right. Like, so Bix Weir. Bix Weir Rotoruda. C L I F, right? It's, that's, it's I one remember. F. Yeah, C-L-I-F, hi, and he's Cliff underscore hi on Twitter. Okay. He's back on Twitter. They let him get back on. Oh, um, he got banned, huh? Oh, gosh, yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Oh. Yeah. I'm on my third YouTube channel. Um, Are you really? Oh, yeah. What, uh, what was to the primary? Was it uh, COVID First stuff? time, no. The first time Johnny and I were talking about um, how to file your taxes legally. This was years ago in like okay. 2018 
or 20, maybe 2019. No, I don't know. It was years ago. And no strikes, no warnings, no nothing. Live feed. Lose your channel and can never get it back. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. Um, that was my original channel. And then I got another one. And within like a week or two, they kicked me off again. And so now I'm on my like third one. And do you use some of the other platforms? I'm thinking about that, like yeah. you know, Odyssey or Rumble and those. I know there's, well, those two in Substack, I think are like the three. I, Odyssey and Rumble are super <laughs> easy um, just because you can link them or, or connect them with your YouTube and they auto um, post, post or them okay. to, yeah, to, and, and they'll do a backup even of your history on your, on a channel. So even if you have a bunch of old content, you can link it and um, rumble will like go back and catch up all your old stuff and put it on there. Um, but the other ones like, Oh, my friend uh, Robert Beatles who created Monarch um, and they've got a great wallet and token Um He's got a thing he created called pilled.net and I'll stream on there too. Um, and he's a part owner for Gab. Um, he's a really brilliant guy. He's got several patents and different companies. Um, good stuff that he's involved so it, with too. Uh, isn't Gab, was Gab supposed to be like the Twitter alternative at one point or something? I think so. It's you can't stream. The problem is with a lot of these is that you can't stream live to them or they don't have a chat. And like my community, um, a lot of, a lot of mine is that I have a really active live chat because we do Westwood and I went on the road and we were one year, we went every month to a different state and we were doing meetups and then it got to the great infection. And, you know, we slowed down with all that, but, mm -hmm. um, but we're getting back out on the road again. You know, we're going to have the Oklahoma city meetup um, partnered with team mighty. And then uh, we'll be out again in June um, hitting the road. So your, uh, I'm going to look up your schedule here. I don't think I have it up yet. I just have the team. Oh, mighty thing up okay, right now. Going back. Yeah, Cause we haven't officially announced the, the June thing yet. Yeah, In fact, he might get on to me for saying that. Did you guys do that? Father's Day wow. weekend last year, right? Yeah. Father's um, Day, I was like, man, I can't leave my family on Father's Day. <laughs> so if you do a Midwest one, I know Carlos is a couple hours from me. and Yeah, Carlos there's Estrada. Decent, there's a decent Ohio contingent. and uh, Okay, cool. It seems like Ohio, somewhere between those two, Oklahoma and Ohio, we should try to convene. I don't know. I think we can do something like that. I've been, yeah, I've been thinking we should have some sort of like self-generated Litecoin get together. That's not the summit. Um, Especially I don't know why. not in Vegas. <laughs> right. That's what I mean. I think that there, there's definitely a desire to just say, let's go to, I don't know where it would be. I even hate to throw something out there because people just critique it, but you know, yeah. somewhere like Nashville is probably fairly reasonable oh, for people to yeah. get together. Um, I know there's some people on the show, you know, from well down Louisiana. There's some Missourians, a lot of Texans, somewhere in there. Maybe it's Arkansas. I don't know. My mom's <laughs> in Arkansas. Yeah. Everyone so, can drive. 
Yeah. Missouri's nice. Um, family friendly and yeah, somewhere Midwest, a, mid, a Midwest meetup is always a good plan. When you do your meetups, <clears throat> I know you do kind of like a basics of, you know, how to use the assets and everything. Mm -hmm. What do you find is the biggest hurdle? Wait, let me ask you one question first. What's your, what's your audience like generally? Meaning like, are they, what age are they? Uh, um, are they, and then what's the biggest hurdle you have? They're, they're around our age, maybe some older people, because we do draw a lot of the silver gold bugs still. Mm -hmm. Um, cause you know, especially being hanging out with Bix and all that. Um, um, tech savvy wise, typically they're pretty on board and we just make it really simple. You know, we talk to them about, you know, I mean, one of the comparisons that, that I use is a post office box, um, that, um, like your, your public address is like your PO box and anyone can send you, uh, mail or send you coins to your public address, but you wouldn't ever give anyone your private key that you get the mail out on the backside, you know? Right. And so we kind of use, you know, just try to make it really simple. And then, um, and then we have them actually like trade. Like I said, Westwood will send them Litecoin. We've even talked about doing like a telephone game, make everybody send it to each other, <laughs> right? pass it around just to have that muscle memory experience of, you know, playing with the crypto. Cause the more yeah. you use it, the afraid you are of it, you know? Yeah, I like that analogy, actually, of a P.O. box. I think that's really good as far as a certainly a wallet on your phone or something like that. Yeah. <clears throat> I always think gift cards are a good way to explain sometimes, hey, here's this wallet. You can load it up, yeah. use it, and then if you get rid of that wallet once it's empty, there's nothing to worry about. It's just like throwing a card in the, your gift card. Once it's, it's been spent, you throw it in the garbage. It has no connection to you anymore. It's there, all these things are disposable, right? As far as the yeah. address yeah. Um, in the wallets themselves. So like once it's empty, don't worry about it. Just start a new one if you want. <laughs> right. It's true. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's, that's cool. So you technology wise, do most people already, I feel like I'm like a foreigner. <laughs> like I'm asking a dumb question. Do you think about my parents or I think about, do a lot of people use a lot of people are using PayPal and Venmo, I guess. So that, that's probably a decent yeah. analogy for people. Yeah, I think that that definitely has helped um, because people are used to sending money that way. Before that, it was a lot harder. You know, when Westwood and I first got on the road, not as many people used PayPal and Venmo. And so it was a little foreign to people and they were a little freaked out about it. And um, I know when my mom first introduced us to crypto, like she was very um, nervous about like writing down the, the address and, you know, getting the right let, make sure you always check the letters and always send a small amount first. And, you mm -hmm. know, all, all the safety things just because people had lost so much crypto in the early days, you know? Right. Um, and so now it is a little easier with, you know, copy paste and QR codes and easier wallets and things like that. But yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know some of the self custody stuff. I, I, that's been something I've been more frustrated with 
you know, we've talked about. I hate to keep attacking maximalists, but they're the major part of the space, right? Bitcoiners. So much focus and energy on lightning, 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 as opposed to like simple self-custody tools, right? Uh, the energy put into talking about lightning network versus how do we actually make these things usable for people mm -hmm. on a daily basis, you know, and some of this stuff's simple. I just this week, Cake Wallet sent me something and I, I need to explore it more before we talk about it, but uh, like an invoicing system. I went, uh, uh, Master and I talked to them like a year ago and I said, it'd be so cool. Like if I run a, let's say I'm, I'm a, I lay concrete or something for a living and I quote a job. If, if somebody wanted to pay in crypto, the ability to send them an invoice, like here's my business. And it is like an official form requesting a specific amount can generate a QR code. So it's requesting a certain amount of crypto to pay a pay a balance. Um, that would be useful because people in the trades like that are used to accepting cash like that. They understand why you would use a private exchange, why you would want digital cash peer to peer. Mm -hmm. And uh, certainly as values of things are going up and the cost of you know, putting up a fence 10 years ago might've been $800. Now it's like $2,500. You want to carry that cash around. So like what, that's a, that's yeah. a good option for people who are used to working in cash and silver and gold. They, they, to me are the people that are, who should be targeted to actually adopt these things as tools. Um, as opposed to like, it's some high finance, like you're going to go buy a coffee and use it as your absolutely everyday spending. That's down the road. Step one is, you know, just thinking about paying, paying your bills with crypto, right? The ability, those are, there are some tools coming on board. Um, well, that Litecoin know. Visa card has made um, a lot of that really easy. I mean, that the rest of the world doesn't even realize what they're accepting or using, you know? Well, right. Cause I was talking to my wife and I'm like, I don't even know why we have a bank account anymore. I don't even know what the, I don't get anything out of it. And so if you could, get to the point where yeah, you're paying all your bills via crypto, you can store your wealth there. Um, I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. But yeah, I just don't, the only reason you use a bank right now is it's convenient to do stuff like direct deposits and, uh, mm -hmm. you know, automatic withdrawals to pay to your bank, that type of stuff. If you didn't have all if that convenient wasn't there, convenience wasn't there, then I don't know why you would. I don't I mean, what do I get a half half of a tenth of a percent or something like that return on my I don't, I don't savings know account. Anything. They're probably, I'm sure they're taking it out the other side. <laughs> yeah. But between fees and whatever else. So yeah, I don't know. that's interesting. Um, all right. Well, yeah, I think that's cool. I would love to see you. I would love to see you guys come to the Midwest. Yeah. Anywhere in Ohio, you know, Jason here, I think, I don't know if you guys, what's your name in Twitter, Jason? Something yeah. Like we that. know Clash Daddy. Clash Daddy. It's yeah. Clash he was one Daddy. of the first guys to come into my Twitter spaces. So oh, cool. like the first yeah. week he was like one of the first guys. So yeah, he's in Indiana. So yeah, somewhere in the Midwest. Right. But I'll yeah, be there. As long as you don't, do Father's Day. don't do it on Father's Day or the 4th of July. Okay. Or Labor Day. I'll put a request in. To I mean, anywhere that. within a four or five hour or whatever. I could probably make it six, eight hours and I'll, I'll, I'll make it happen. So we have some plans. So I'll, I'll be sure to let you know as soon as we announce those publicly. All right. Well, I appreciate you coming on. And I think, uh, yeah, let me know a good time to come on your show. You know, I would you're love at every that. day yeah. at five. Every day at do? five. Every day at five. Yep. Okay. So. Uh, yeah. Let me know when I'm, I'm available. Maybe we wait a little bit since we just talked. 
Okay. Well, I'll, have, I'll send you a <laughs> couple days. I, I literally reached out to like 10 people last, yesterday. I'm like, got to start getting these interviews. I know Westwood was busting my chops. He goes, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell him that I want the time. What time are you going to be on? He goes, I'm going to tell him that's the only time I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> what is just said next week? I was like, I would move for you, Westwood. <clears throat> I'm trying to get on, on uh, I think, maybe not this week, but maybe next, uh, at Christy Lee from InfoWars. <clears throat> Oh, you remember I was on there, you know? Cool, yes, yeah. She started her own show, and so I don't know what ha what has gone on with InfoWars. I haven't paid attention. I know, has has it kind of, what's happened since the Alex Jones settlement? I do not know. Attention? Is it like still operating not. as what, as it was? I don't know. I, have, I haven't really kept up with them. But I want, if I can get on there somewhat regularly, I want to try to connect you two. Because you guys, I think, okay. have a very similar... Uh, political outlook she wore hats like this uh yeah she probably does she she went to she's from like a suburb that is i could have walked to from my parents house in five minutes she lives like oh cool she grew up very very close to me i didn't know her personally but i knew her only because she was on her, a local newscaster and so it's kind of coincidental that she Kind of went now this she's in this world libertarian route right libertarian ish route well so another girl that um <clears throat> you might want to talk to is natalie burnell um she has an amazing podcast and she's had whitney webb on like three times i think um she just did an interview with this colonel that gave a bunch of military intel um yeah, she, she was a character, right yeah she was in on the e-channel um the, oh really okay yeah yeah is it entertainment or something i don't I know yeah. but yeah I remember she's talk great. Soup and, uh, i don't know what else was on the e-channel back in the day <laughs> back in the 90s so uh yeah i mean i i would love to i know she does work with abra and that's somebody i'm gonna reach out to that bill barheight from abra um who knows i'm gonna tr throw a lot of darts at the dartboard and see who's willing to talk to me but you know well, anybody i can help with i appreciate it and i appreciate you well i'll come on your show and maybe i would love know, that i told that christy i'm like maybe we do a regular maybe once a month or something like that um That'd be same great. thing we could, i know you have johnny on all the time you need a little variety you yeah know, johnny's so every thursday so i have like my days of you know who, who's on every day so you got johnny and like Clint, they just talk every about Thursday. vampires and creeps, you know. <laughs> Westwood's on with me every Friday for happy hour. Yeah. He, his word is vampires and Johnny's is creeps. He's creeps. That's a bank. Creeps. Johnny <laughs> doesn't right. like They're him. both right. They're yeah. both right. Brian, I, I think, well, let me put it out there. It's almost been an hour. I'm, I've been on it for two almost. Does anybody oh, wow. have any questions for Litecoin Lisa? Just a lot of praise. Um, I, I don't know what Clint's talking about Texas for, but, uh, what can you see the comments? Um, I think so. Yeah. I don't see Texas. A lot of people chatting with each other. Is this what your chat looks like? Just people. Yes. Saying mm -hmm. hello to each other? Yeah. Well, they also put some Intel in there sometimes like they'll, whatever we're talking about, um, on the show, they'll be like adding if they have information about what we're talking about or um, they do say they do talk to each other, but then they're also like sharing information. So it's pretty, pretty,
pretty informative. Are you, um, like, politically speaking, uh, I know it's, <laughs> I mean, how are you feeling about things? I mean, um, oh, Lord, right. which part? Well, I just what, think it's I, a movie. Um, I think it, we're, they're trying to wake people up. They're trying to get people. We have to get back to a constitutional republic, which is what our country is. We've never been a democracy. <clears throat> um, you don't yeah. want to live in a democracy because then your rights are trampled on and um, or can be. And so we've got to get educated. Um, we've done all the things that our founding fathers told us not to do um, that would destroy the, the country. And we've got to take personal responsibility. And that's where cryptocurrency goes hand in hand with that, because it's about self-custody, taking personal responsibility for your wealth. You know, we've got to do that in all areas of our life if we want to have make this country what it should be. Um, and have the freedom, you know, you have to take personal responsibility to find freedom. And without mm -hmm. it, you're submitting to someone else having authority over you. You'll never be free. Right. So. Yeah, that was really, that was, like I said, in this kind of historic tour we did um, of the U.S., the early U.S. It was just interesting to kind of, we're in Williamsburg, we had to do this court case. They have like a, you reenact a court case. Mm. It was actually kind of cool. My I, I, I volunteered and I was a, uh, like a justice and the guy who was the actor in it, he was like, look, you're just going to agree with me. Every, every one of you, you're not going to dissent at all. I'm just going to bring you're all going to agree. And you realize like, well, that, there's no reason why that wouldn't have happened, you know, like, uh, mm -hmm. and like you said, with democracies and when you get into governance, it's really, uh, it, it centralizes naturally just because people tend to not want to rock the boat too much and they give up these freedoms slowly but surely. And it has been amazing to watch, to think back then, literally a tax on tea was like the straw that broke the camel's back, right? Mm -hmm. They had been enacting these different taxes and these unfair uh, systems and people were like, not happening you know they're willing to die for this tax not this and now one it's thing. like just look what's happening in france i mean the farmers have been speaking out for a long time about you know them pushing back on you know what kind of pesticide they can use and this and that and hurting their business and now there's been this tipping point and i guess in all societies there's this tipping point where the people say enough and right now it's that they're lowering the uh or raising the um retirement yeah yeah age and the people are saying enough and right. i guess we all have to get to that point where we say enough you know i thought it would be when they were jabbing and masking our children um i thought that would be the point but it wasn't it's going to be our yeah. pocketbook it's yeah, going to be our bank accounts one of the few things i think socially where i was like because my my wife and I, we don't have always perfectly aligned politics and, um, you know, with the kids, I, I'd watched some stuff about the shots with the kids and I was like, look, I'm going to be pretty damn stern about this. Like, right. This isn't enough. Right. Okay. Yeah. This has gotten crazy. Like we have to, at some point, uh, be willing to, and really have confidence in yourself that you are, you are doing, whether people want to say, oh, people doing your own research, that's anti-science or pseudoscience. Like, you can go learn this stuff and um, come up with your own reasonable uh, mm -hmm. 
world that you want to live in. And so right. you are the expert of yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's a great way of saying it. You're the expert of yourself because nobody knows your own situation or your, or your health situation or your financial situation or whatever. And so yeah. um, that's, yeah, go, go be willing to do your own research. And um, I, yeah, I thought that was, a, that was a big one. And, and I do think that some things people are going to hopefully say this has to stop. Um, the taxation stuff is one, but it's that same thing. It feels so overwhelming. There's so many battles to fight that it can be kind of debilitating. It's like polite fight or freeze. And I think a lot of us just freeze. We don't know what to do because we're just, it's too much. Um, so these little things, having these little events, it doesn't feel like, Hey, did I change the world today? No, but we're going to, you're going to get somewhere. And the only way you to know, get, but you can help your neighbor <clears throat> and you yep. can opt out of the system as much yep. as you can, you know, and you can buy crypto opt out, put your energy, think about, you know, shopping local, like make that choice every day. What's that next choice. And are you doing something to help your neighbor and opt out? You know, those are the choices and that's how you do it. Step yeah, at a time. More people that use these things that you start out as just a tinkerer or a hobbyist, and a certain percentage of those people are going to turn into evangelists. And um, right. I think at some point, you know, we're, you know, let's, let's, we like to think of ourselves, we can get on camera and have some personality, but there's somebody out there that's extremely uh, vibrant and entertaining that will latch on to crypto someday and take it to the moon. But we got to find yeah. that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Take it to mass, mass. Uh-huh. I, what I've always, I always thought crypto was going to moon because of its use case and because, um, because it is crypto, what it is. And now I've come to believe that crypto is going to expose the corruption and Mm -hmm. people will flee the corruption and go to that lifeboat of crypto as a safe haven. I I don't think it's going to be because, oh, crypto is so great and it's running up and people are running to it to learn it. You know, it's going to be like, oh my gosh, this other system, they're going to wake up and and find out how corrupt it is and they're going to want out, you know. Well, the truth is you have to buy it before you can use it. So the first step is you got to buy it. So whatever pushes people into buying it, whether it's fear or hyperinflation or curiosity. Uh, yeah, step one is making a transaction like you guys are doing, opening a wallet and sending it and uh, getting over that barrier with more people, the better. So, so I just broke, I just bought an NFT. So that was the first. And now I got to admit, now that I did it, I went, man, that was pretty easy. Maybe I should shop around a little better. Thank I was, you I was so kind much. Of, I was ragging on NFTs this week, so. That's funny. That's but these have a use case. This is a perfect they, example of where an NFT. Uh, I don't. I don't need to know her wallet. I don't need to know who she is. I don't need to know anything about her. And I can donate. And this completely invalidates the need for like, um, what's the what's the fundraising? Oh what? yeah, they take a big chunk. Um, Go send give is one and. Um, there's oh my gosh what's the major the one? other one i don't know but they kick they kick patriots off so i don't use them oh they uh, did somebody else got to have that no. or like kickstarter like i've always thought of a lot of altcoins and icos and DAOs. a lot of times are just kickstarter 
in a decentralized format. You know, it's yeah. like if somebody wants to yeah. give money for it, nice. All right. Yeah. Uh, oh, one more from Chief. The first step is to buy and have the price go down to build character. I think that's probably <laughs> true. <laughs> you you got to have some scars. You're in for life. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, right. great. I appreciate you taking some time and uh, I'll be i'll be on reach out to me let me know I'll be i will i will i'll send you a few dates I, I think uh, i'd love fun. to have you on do it on like a tuesday and then i can have ammo for the wednesday show or something okay something or when, well wednesday what time is your show on wednesday nine eastern 9 p.m eastern in the morning okay no no, no. yeah at night at night oh at night perfect you we can do, do it on a wednesday spaces. i know i come into the spaces um <clears throat> I thought you moved the Wednesday night thing, though. Somebody told me you moved to Wednesday night to something. Well, I moved it to eight for a while. And okay. then I actually ended up, because I was like, I'd like to get to bed earlier. But then I didn't end up going to bed earlier. But then All it doesn't end. More family center. time yeah. away. So I was like, mm -hmm. I'll just go at nine again. Yeah, that works. Yeah. Well, we can do, uh, I know I can do a Wednesday, not this week, but next week. Okay. So Whatever. I'll send you, oh, I'll send you a message. Clint says, go fund me. I can't believe. Oh, we didn't yeah. Realize that. Yes. That was it. Old. <laughs> All right. Well, have a good week, everybody. Thanks uh, for having me on. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'll, I'll, I'm going to end it. I'll, I'll see you later and then I'll end the show. All right. All right. Take care. See you, Lisa.